All right, welcome back here to Blaze Talk Show. So today we're going to be talking college football. I haven't made a podcast in a while, but this is one that I'll be using, or I'm trying to do more and more of them. Um, and today we're talking about college football, like I said earlier. Um, it's been an interesting season so far. Nothing... Nothing too shocking, but interesting, definitely. We'll start out with the number one team in the nation, Clemson, and going against my favorite team, North Carolina. What a freaking game, man. What a freaking game. Um, that was absolutely crazy. Um, a team, North Carolina, the last two years who have won two games, and... They win their first two games of the season against two Power Five conference schools. And they won't predict to win a game until after they play Clemson this year. So when they play Georgia Tech is coming up week, that was when they were predicted to, I think, win their first game of the year against Georgia Tech, which I don't think will be easy. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about. But a heck of a year they started out with winning those two games. I think... They should have beaten Wake Forest and Appalachian State. I think they're better, or I know. Watching Saturday's game, they are definitely better than Wake Forest and Appalachian State. And I think if they got a second go-around of both of those teams, they probably would win. But, I mean, you got to remember this is still Mac's first year back. Um, so And they have a lot of young guys. They, Sam Howe is still a true freshman quarterback, so... He's going to make mistakes of his part. And they have a ton, a ton of injuries. And there was like even two more injuries that were on the defensive side of the ball for um, Saturday's game against Clemson. And I was like, dude, there's no way. I, I said that our offense might, might could score with their offense, even though Clemson has the best defense in the country. Um, but... I mean, our defense, heck of a freaking game, dude. Our defense showed guts and glory because they, we have like, we were missing Miles Wolfort, uh, Patrice, Patrice Renee, something like that. I forgot. I can't pronounce his last name right. He's at Terrace. He's got a torn ACL. Wolfork was out. Um, Wolfolk, whatever his name is, he was out. Um. You know, Cameron Kelly, the transfer from Auburn, finally played. I think he hopped off the field like the fourth quarter and didn't come, or third or fourth quarter and didn't come back into the game. So they had like some freshman DBs and cornerbacks and safeties out there. And I mean, just a heck of a game. And shout out Chaz Surratt. I mean, the dude that played, he hasn't played defense, the defensive side of the ball ever since he was in high school. He had been playing quarterback for North Carolina in the last, what, two years? He's a junior this year, I'm pretty sure. So, and for him to be doing what he's doing, that is crazy. Uh, kudos to him. He had an amazing, amazing game. But, um, yeah, I mean, they played great. The offense, I felt like if they could have just made they, – they had that big play that at the first drive of the game – Sam Howe to Diami Brown. Um, they had a big play right there. Uh, and that was 
really the only, I guess, electrifying big, big play they had the whole game. Obviously, they scored two more touchdowns. Uh, I think it was um, – forgot who made the fumble, but I know uh, Strong – what's Strong Strong? I can't remember his name now. Dang it. Anyway, they forced a fumble. They recovered that. Then they scored a touchdown off of that. That was huge. Uh, I think that made it 14-7. to And then uh, halftime, it was 14-14. And then there was a play. I can't remember if it was the third or fourth quarter. While Diami Brown missed two catches in a row that I feel like he should have caught. I think one of them was a little low, so I won't give him that. But one of them was right at his chest or maybe a little at, like at his head. One that he definitely should have caught. Bent should have been a first down. And that's what I was thinking. If Carolina, if Carolina just needs to get up many points as they can, and they just need to or at least keep it close to give them a chance in the fourth quarter, and they did that. I was thinking, man, if we could just get a field goal. When it was 14-14, to 14, I was like, if we can just get a field goal and have the lead going into the fourth quarter, that would be so much better. And they didn't do it, obviously. And then I think the I agree with everything. We'll get to the end of the game more, but I agree with um, Mac Brown saying that he wanted to go for two and everything. I completely agree with that. I'll talk more of that in just a second. But there was a play in the fourth quarter. Before, right before Clemson scored their touchdown, I think it was fourth and one. Carolina had the ball, and two plays, two plays in a row before that, we could have handed the ball right up the middle and got an easy, easy first down with Javante Williams or even Michael Carter. But I know Javante Williams was in the game at that point. It would have been an easy first down, and then the fourth, when it was fourth and one, then they decided to run up the middle. That's what Clemson expects. You can't trick this Clemson defense, man. They had the best defensive coordinator coach in the country, the best defense in the country. You can't you, – there's no way you can trick their defense by doing something like that. I think in that play, I like the aggressiveness from Mac Brown. And at that point when they went for it, I was like, yes, go for it. And I was like – in my head, I was like, we're going to get this, we're going to get this. Turned out we didn't get it, but – I still felt like, now looking back at it, I wish it wouldn't have done it. But at that point, I liked Mac Brown's aggressiveness. I liked them going for it. They didn't get it. And then Trevor Lawrence threw like a 40-yard touchdown pass, you know. Um, and then it was 21-14. And then obviously Carolina comes back down. They score a touchdown. There's, what, like 20 seconds left on the clock, I think. And I completely agree with them going for two. I think they were, what, three for three on the season for two-point conversions. And Mac Brown said in his interview that he said, you know, the two games that we won, we were making those good critical plays. And he said that whole game against Clemson, we were making those critical plays. He said against Appalachia State and Wake Forest, we didn't make those critical plays. He said, so that's a big reason why I went for two. And then I saw an interview today. He said he wouldn't change it. He said if he had to go do it again, go for a two-point conversion, he would not change his mind and kick a field goal. And I completely agree with him. I think you go for it all right there. A team like Carolina, who basically has nothing to lose. Like, I think Carolina will win six games this year and get into some type of bowl game, which will be a huge, huge um, 
like upgrade progression, whatever you want to call it, for Mac Brown and all of Carolina football, considering they've only won two games the last two years and they won't predict it to win but like two or three this year. And I think they'll I think they'll definitely win six games this year. Um but I completely agree with him going for two. I don't agree with the play called the triple option with Sam Howe, I think is bad. I think in that situation you're on a play action and let Sam Howe throw the ball or you let Javon or you give it to Javante Williams <clears throat> and let him try and muscle his way or jump over the pylon or something like that. You know, the triple option, I get I get what they were trying to do, you know, as the game was over. I thought about it and I was like, you know, they were trying to run something that Clemson hadn't seen from that no one has seen from North Carolina all year long. And I get they were trying to trickle, but like I said earlier, this is the best defensive coordinator in the country, the best defense in the country. You can't trick them. But, um, yeah, I mean, shout out to Clemson for pulling that win off. Um, I'm so excited for the future of Carolina. I think it's going to be great. Uh, we may talk about this more schedule a little more ahead. But um, start talking about the other teams. Like I said, kudos to Clemson. I think they fell to what two or three this AP top twenty-five. I'm not sure. Um, I know Alabama's number one now. And talking about Dill, you know that close. Uh, when they they played Ole Miss this week, uh, started out as a close game. It started out as a close game. And um. Yeah, Clemson dropped two. I just hooked it up. Sorry, but anyway, yeah, started out as a close game, and uh, it was um they finally pulled away. I don't think Alabama's really played that first true test. I don't think is it this week coming up that they play LSU. Soon they play LSU, and that's going to be a big, big game. Another bit. I know. No, it's not this week because college game day would definitely be wherever that, whenever that game is. It's, it's one of these coming up soon weeks. This week, uh, Auburn, and Florida play, and that'll be a big game. Also, is Auburn's number seven? They're kind of a shock team right now. I'd say them and Wisconsin. Them and Wisconsin are kind of the two teams that you're not really shocked about, but. No one expected Auburn with a true freshman quarterback. They didn't have a great year last year. They haven't really had success in the going into the college football playoffs. And right now they're five and zero. You know, starting off the year they beat Oregon, uh, Mississippi State. They beat by a couple of touchdowns, and the, people thought that game was going to be close. So, shout out to Auburn. This will be a, they're playing at Florida. I'm pretty sure. So this will be a big game for both of these teams. Florida obviously losing their starting quarterback. But they have looked pretty good with their other two. It seems like they're really, you know, I think his name is Kyle Trask. I think is the one they're primarily playing. Um, He looks like the guy they're going to go with most of the time. But they will send the other one in. I forgot his name. But he is more of like a runner, more of a running threat than Kyle Trask is. So I guess they they will probably put him in in some situations. Florida has a really good defense, obviously. Um, so it, that'll be a good game this coming up week. Uh, so they bumped up. Uh, talking about Georgia, they're 4-0. They haven't really had a true test yet. Um, 
So, I mean, I mean, um, can't really say much about them, I guess, right now. I think they started out a year right number three. They're still number three, so I uh, can't really say much about them. Obviously, all these top teams right now that are in the SEC, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Auburn, or Florida, five of those teams are in the top five. Uh, well, I take that back. I forgot about that. Georgia played Notre Dame last week. That was a good game. I completely forgot about that. Um, Notre Dame's still ranked number nine, though. Notre Dame has a tough schedule, and they have to do that considering they're not in the conference. I don't understand why they just don't go in the ACC. I mean, they would obviously the ACC isn't very strong this year, but they would still probably always play Clemson. That would be a heck of a game, Clemson Notre Dame every single year. Um, and I mean, there's obviously there's decent. A lot of the ACC right now is like almost in rebuilding mode, like. They are trying to build up their program, getting them good. But, yeah, anyway, Georgia did beat Notre Dame. That was a good win for them. Ohio State, they have looked great. They actually, LSU's beat Texas. So, LSU was ranked fourth last week. Ohio State was ranked five. I think LSU had a bye week this week. So, Ohio State jumped up ahead of them this week into number four, and LSU's number five. Ohio State's looked very good. And a lot of people were like, last week when they were at uh, in uh, Nebraska, everyone was like, this is going to be a pretty close game. They think it's going to be Ohio State's first, you know, not really true, toughest, like true, you know, hard, hard test, but it's probably going to be their toughest test. True freshman quarterback, Justin Fields. Rassie's not a true freshman. He went to Georgia last year and then transferred. Freshman quarterback, Justin Fields. Um... And they blew them out. I think it was like 48-7. to seven. So, yeah, and they were playing at Nebraska too. So, big um, win for them. Kirk Herbstreit, I saw, he said that he thought Ohio State was the best team in the country right now. And they look pretty good. And I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope they make the college football playoffs. And like I said, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Auburn, and Florida are all in the top ten right now. That is going to change tremendously within the next four or five weeks. Because I know LSU and Alabama play. I'm pretty sure Florida and Alabama play. Auburn and Alabama always play. Auburn and Florida are playing this week. Florida probably plays either LSU or Alabama or vice versa. So that is going to change tremendously. Also, I mean, you've got Texas A&M who's good. They're going to be playing, you know, LSU, Alabama. Some of those teams also. So, I mean, SEC is still top dog like it always is. Um, so, can't really say much there. But like I said, that'll change dramatic, drastically within the next couple of weeks. I, th- I would think so. Uh, Oklahoma, they have looked very... Jalen Hurts, man, he is tearing up. I know they haven't played any great, great teams yet. Their non-conference schedule is not that strong. I think that might hurt them a little bit. I don't think they have any big games coming up. I know... I think their biggest game is, like, Texas. And Texas already lost to LSU, so... And they're ranked number 11, they know. And if it comes down to, like, an Oklahoma team or a Georgia team... 
the Georgia team has like one loss with a win over Notre Dame and you know possibly Alabama, possibly LSU, possibly Auburn, you know something like that. Then they'll probably take Georgia over that undefeated Oklahoma team, who really the only good resume team they have is Texas. So I think that might hurt them in the long run, but I hope they are undefeated. I hope they beat Texas. I hope they they have any big games coming up. I don't know. Iowa's ranked number 14, so I guess that could be a good game too. Anyone else in the Big 12? Oklahoma State's ranked number 21 right now. So, I mean, they could, they they could. They, they'll have some decent wins, but they won't have any great wins. I guess they're, I guess Texas is very good. Them losing LSU hurt them, obviously, but um, still good, still good. Uh, moving on, like I said, Westcon. Big 10 is loaded, Big 10 is loaded. I didn't, really, I did not realize how loaded the Big 10 was this year. You know, they have Ohio State, ranked number four. Wisconsin's 4-0. They've shocked a lot of people. They're ranked number eight now. Um, they have Penn State at 12. They have, uh, I think they have Michigan at 19. Michigan has struggled this year a lot. And Michigan State is ranked number 25. So, like I said, Ohio State, if they go undefeated, they're going to have their test. They're going to play Wisconsin. They're going to play... Michigan State, they're going to play Michigan, they're going to play Penn State. So they're going to have their test for sure. So that's why, like, Ohio State, if they go undefeated, they definitely will only have one loss and win the Big Two Championship. I think they're definitely in. They're a great team. Uh, Notre Dame, I know they played Georgia already. They played Virginia this week at home. Uh, they beat Virginia, and that gave Virginia their first loss. Virginia's a really good team. I honestly think it'll come down between Virginia and North Carolina winning the uh, coastal region. I re- I have a lot of confidence in North Carolina right now. They play, they play at Georgia Tech, at Virginia Tech, and Duke is their next three games. Duke is at home. I think they should win all three of those games. Georgia Tech is not that great of a team this year at all. If they did drop one of those games, I would I see it being. Um, Virginia Tech. And the only reason I say that is because it's at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech usually has a pretty good football program. But then Duke, I think, blew out Virginia Tech like Friday, last Friday night. So if they did drop one of those three games, I see it either being at Virginia Tech or at home versus Duke. But I hope they don't lose against Duke, not just because it's a rivalry, but because it's their if they were to lose that game, it would be their third home loss in a row. And I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll definitely win that game. They know definitely win. They, even though they lost, and I know I had to hurt them to lose against Clemson, but they got to feel confident. Like they were one score, they were one score away, one big time stop, one big time play, one score, one field goal away from being the best team in the country. I still think Clemson's best team in the country right now. Uh, I know they struggle. They not look great right now, but they are young. They did lose a lot, a good amount of players last year. Um, so I think they're still trying to figure exactly how everything works. But I think they're definitely still – that defense is scary, man. That defense is scary. Um, uh, but anyway, Notre Dame, like I was talking about, I know they play Georgia. They play Virginia this week. 
I think they play USC later on in the year. They have another big game, too, and I can't remember who it's against. I don't know. Is Do they play Alabama? They play another big team, like a top 10, top 12 team, sometime in the year, and I can't remember who. It might be Clemson, actually. I don't know. I feel I'm pretty sure they play another top team uh, in the Covenant weeks. Uh, talking about Florida, they play Auburn this week. They're five and zero. They almost lost to Kentucky that game. They lost to Felipe Car is Garcia's last name. I'm not sure. When they lost their quarterback, they almost lost that game, but they came back. Uh, they'll be playing at home versus Auburn this week. This will be big because Florida started out the year ranked number was it eight I think, and they had that first game of the year against Miami at home and struggled big time, struggled big big time, and they they moved down to like ten after that and they haven't moved from that ten spot at all even though they're five and zero. There's only one lost team in the top ten right now and that's Notre Dame. They're ahead of Florida. But I guess, you know, they, they put up a dog fight against Georgia. Um, they only lost by, what, a touchdown, I think? At Georgia. And then they beat Virginia, who was ranked like 20th, I think, at home. So two good two good games right there back-to-back for Notre Dame. Like I said, Florida will have a chance to prove itself this week versus Auburn. Because I think if Auburn does beat Florida, I think this is a bigger win for Auburn than it is Florida. Because... I don't think Auburn's going to be Alabama this year. And if they were trying to make a pace for college football playoff, they need to win this game at Florida. I think that'll be a tough game for both teams. But I'm pulling on uh, Bo Nix. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. In Texas, we talked about them a little bit. I don't think they have much left in the season besides playing, you know, Big 12 Conference play. Penn State ranked number 12. We talked about them a lot. Oregon, I wish they would have beat Auburn the first game. I love Oregon. I always have loved Oregon. Pac-12 is not that great this year. Um, so them losing that game against Auburn, I think that was – if they been if they win that game against Auburn, they're probably ranked about eighth right now instead of, you know, 13th. So – Going to be tough. That Penn State and Ohio State game this year is going to be something else. That's going to be a good game. I was in the Big 12, ranked number 14. Washington. I mean, Washington's in the Big 12. You, they're ranked 15. Utah's ranked 17. USC was ranked last week, but they're not this week. Arizona State's ranked 20th. So they have some decent teams to go against, but I don't think it – considering they lost against Auburn, I don't think it'll be even if they win the whole Pac-12. Unless there's, like, some big ups, which there will be. Like I said, Florida and Auburn, I don't think by the end of the season we'll have a case to uh, be in the college football playoff. I think they'll have two or more losses. Um, Definitely one of them is going to get a loss this week. Uh, Like I said, I know Auburn for sure plays Alabama, and I don't think they'll beat Alabama. Florida probably definitely plays someone in the SEC, whether it's LSU or something like that. So, I mean, if they go undefeated and win the Pac-12, they, they might could have a chance. They they might could have a chance. Uh, UCF's ranked 18. Michigan's ranked 19. They've struggled this year big time. I think they did finally get a blowout win last week against whoever they played. 
I think they won like 49 to nothing or something like that. So that was good for them. Um, I think as much as they struggled and then they lost to what team? They got blown out by Wisconsin. Yeah, that's what happened. They got blown out by Wisconsin. So I think that was a pretty bad loss for them, I think. As much as they struggled, that didn't help at all. Arizona State ranked 20th. They've been kind of a shocker team. Oklahoma State. Wake Forest is 5-0. and They're ranked 22. Virginia right behind them. ACC, uh, they're ranked uh, 23rd. Uh, Carolina did lose to that. Uh, Carolina, the thing about North Carolina, and I bring, keep bringing them up because we keep talking about the ACC, and I'm a Carolina fan, but they could easily be 5-0 and right now and have that win against Clemson also. They could easily. One, one big play out of each of those three games they lost could um they could then they could easily be five and Wake Forest game they played like crap the whole game until the fourth quarter. The four if they did play like they did the whole game the four if they did play like they did the the whole game like they did the fourth quarter, they'd have blew Wake Forest out in the water. They'd have won by like three touchdowns, I think. I mean, their defense gave up three touchdowns the first half. They only gave up three points the second half. I think it was it was twenty-one to three going into the fourth quarter, and the final score was what twenty-four to seventeen. I mean, so I mean, heck of a heck of a job by them. That's what they show potential a lot of times. Appalachian State was the first game where their offense turned the ball over, so that hurt them a lot. And then that field goal at the end got blocked to tie the game. Um, just a couple unlucky things right there happening. Uh, but, yeah. And then, like I said, Clemson game was right there. Just couldn't execute the one play they needed to. But, I mean, hey, it's okay. I've seen a lot of people say this This team is headed in the perfect direction. This is what you want. You've got two big wins already. You've already tied as many wins as you've won the last two years, so it's not like you can do worse. And I think, you know, they'll definitely win. I don't say I don't say that they'll win the coastal, but I think they will I think they'll have a ten. They'll be a top three. Virginia will probably win. Virginia will probably win the coastal. But Carolina I think should beat their next three opponents, Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, and Duke. I think they should be all three of them. And they've already beaten Miami, so – and Miami's good. Miami is very good. Miami is very, very good. Their defense is strong. Their defense is really strong. I think where they struggle with is their offense. Their offense isn't that strong. Their running back's very good. Quarterback's a true freshman. I don't – he's okay. I don't see where he's amazing. Obviously, he might develop into something else. You know, I could see Virginia dropping a game to Miami or someone else is at the top of the coastal. Losing, dropping a game to Miami. Carolina winning that game with Miami the second week, that was huge. I'm telling you, that's going to be, if Carolina is at the near the top of the coastal towards the end of the year, that Miami game is going to be huge for them. You know, so they'll have... I might forget a team, but I know they'll have um, – they've got Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, Duke, and then Virginia and Pittsburgh. 
Is that it? I feel like I'm missing one team. Maybe not, because that's five, plus Carolina seven, and then plus Miami is eight teams. So that would, yeah, I think it's what, eight and eight in each conference? It could be more than that. Yeah. I do, and that, I think their two toughest games from this point on will be Pittsburgh and uh, Virginia. Like I said, I think they should win their next three games. Not saying they will. Obviously, something wrong can happen. But I think they should beat Georgia Tech, beat Virginia Tech, and beat Duke. Um, I don't know. I think they play Pittsburgh at home this year. I think. I'm not positive. I'm not positive that they're playing Virginia at home either. But that I think that'll definitely be the two toughest games. Pittsburgh did beat UCF, which was the only loss. I think it was UCF, right? Was it UCF? Pretty sure. It was the only loss that UCF has right now. So they are obviously a pretty good team. Virginia only has that one loss against Notre Dame. And they have, it wasn't like they got blown out or nothing. They were playing on the road at Notre Dame. If Virginia would have won that game, they'd probably be ranked about 15 right now. But I think the experience of Virginia will hurt uh, is what will beat Carolina and beat other teams in the Coastal. But I'm pretty sure that's all the teams in the Coastal. I might be missing one team, and sorry if I am. But uh, I know Carolina's schedule is those five teams, Mercer, and then NC State. Pretty sure that's the uh, last games they have for the rest of the season. Like I said, win the Coastal, not win the Coastal. I think they will definitely be a bowl game. I would love for them to win the Coastal and have another shot at Clemson. I would love it. I think I don't think it would be as close. To, I'm going to be honest. I don't think it would... If, it depends. It depends how Carolina wins the Coastal. If they win the Coastal with zero or only one loss, okay, I can see us hanging with Clemson again. If we win the Coastal with two losses and then, you know, the tiebreaker is like us beating Miami or something, eh, it could be tough. It could be tough. But I don't know. Obviously, that's way into the future. Um... Uh, my personal opinion right now, I think the top five. If I had to pick the top five teams, number one would be Alabama. Number two would be Clemson. Number three, George, Number three, Ohio State, sorry. Number four, I'm going to say Oklahoma. I'm going to give Oklahoma some credit. And number five, Georgia. I'm going to give Oklahoma some credit. That's my top five teams right now. Now, that's not saying that if today was the end of the season, that would be my top four for the college football playoffs. That's not. It's a whole different question. You got to understand what I'm saying now. I, I just like Oklahoma and the way they look right now. I know Georgia's got that big win against Notre Dame. But I, like the, I love the way Jalen Hurts and Oklahoma look right now. And that's why I'm saying... They're not number four team in Georgia right behind them. And Georgia had a bye week this week. Oklahoma didn't. So, like I said, 
not saying that is the four teams that at the season was in the day that was making the college football playoffs. But yeah. If the college football play if the college if the season in the day is in with what, four or five games, then my top teams would be uh probably Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, and LSU. Three SEC teams and one ACC team. No, 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 it wouldn't, no, it wouldn't. It would be, it would be Alabama, Ohio State, LSU, and Georgia. I would knock Clemson out of there because they haven't played. They, they beat Texas A&M at home, not by a lot, struggled against Carolina. Trevor Lawrence has not looked his best this year so far. So the season was in right now. LSU's undefeated. They have a big win at Texas. Ohio State has looked dominant. People thought Nebraska was only a close game. They blew them out. So that's why I would say that. But obviously, that's just a fairy tale and a dream. But yeah, Ohio State and Oklahoma, I both feel like, are getting less credit than they deserve right now. Um, but yeah. That is just me talking about college football. Um, right now, the best team, if I, and you can't say, if I had to pick a team right now to win a championship, it's hard because, obviously, like I said, Oklahoma, Ohio State look very good, but they haven't played a top tier team. Neither has Clemson or Alabama, so it's. If you had to pick a team right now that could win it all, it would probably be Georgia or LSU because they have played a top-tier team and won. So, and LSU won at Texas, so Joe Barrow has looked very good. So that's why I might would say him. But, yeah, anyway, thanks, you guys, for listening. Um, I'm going to start trying to do more and more of these podcasts. I talk about college football, college basketball, Tomorrow, I'll probably talk about college basketball. I have a lot, a couple of things to say on that. I talk about the NBA. Talk about the NFL a little bit. Um, but yeah, I will see you guys in the next one.